What's going on, squad? I'm your host, Tyler Porto, a.k.a. Coach T. And you're listening to the number one podcast for busy-as-shit parents who want to build confidence, create a healthy, sustainable lifestyle, lose at least 15-plus pounds of fat, and become the role model that you were born to be. I'm a husband, father of three, that is currently helping over 100 parents achieve their goals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's dive in today's episode. What is going on, everybody? So this is Coach T, Coach Tyler. And specifically for this live, guys, now this live that I'm doing is a live Q&A that I'm doing with our, our members that are in the IF squad. We have a few questions that our community asked as of this morning. So I wanted to kind of address everything and honestly make this a podcast too. So if anybody's listening that isn't necessarily a part of this community, they could still get value from the questions that do get asked. But ultimately, let me go ahead and start off with a topic first and foremost. And if you are a client, you can just go ahead and drop in the comments. I'm running a new platform. So if you just give StreamYard access, I can actually view your comments. And if you have questions as I'm talking, you can go ahead and make a comment and I'll answer any questions at the end if needed. So if you would, everybody just put a hashtag live. Let me know that you're live so that I know that you're getting some value. And I know that you're showing up. We got two people so far that's tuned in. If you catch us on the replay, put a hashtag replay. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, be sure to tag me at Talaporto underscore IF. Take a screenshot and share this with someone that might get some value. So with that being said, you know, I do want to address, like, if you're into a fitness journey, right? If you start a program, then I think it's important that you leave all excuses at the table, right? You leave all excuses at the door. The reason is, is because there's never a better time to start a fitness journey if you're on a program. Right, because you have it laid out, especially if you're in our program, right? Intense fitness, whether you're a one on one client or whether you're on one of our other programs. Okay. So ultimately, we want every one of our clients, every single person can get results, whether it's the do it yourself program, right? Or it's the one on one coaching. If you follow the program, right, you can get results. Okay. It's that simple. But you got to put in the work. It's not going to become easy. You have to make time for yourself. You have to make yourself a priority. And anytime that you start something, you need to go all in. I know a lot of people, you know, they start programs and they quit. I cannot even tell you how many people started uh, new memberships happen in January just due to the fact that everybody's trying to do the, the New Year's resolution. New year, new me type of stuff. So I want you to know that you got to put in the work regardless on whatever program that you follow if you're even on one, right? You have to put in the work. It's not going to come to you. It's not going to come easy. You got to grind. You got to make time for yourself, all right? Everybody has a different schedule as to you know, when they can actually meal prep or when they can make time to eat foods, when they can make time to exercise. Everybody has their different lifestyle, but you have to make time, especially if you're a client. We're not leaving, we're not making no more excuses. You got to put in the work if you want results. And that's what we hope. Hopefully I can encourage you to keep grinding, keep putting the work, keep pushing forward. Because I promise you, is it going to be easy? No. All right. That's why most people don't commit to fitness journeys because it's not easy. Everybody wants a quick fix. Everybody wants the latest and greatest gadget that can help them get the results. But it's honestly, if you want to learn lasting results, then you have to change habits. That's the way that it goes. Right. So hopefully, you know, I put some insight into you today. Okay. But 
Let's jump into it. Let's show we have two questions. Okay. Now this first question was from our client Liz. She said, how often are recipes posted? Now, if you're listening to the podcast, guys, I post recipes for my clients one-on-one and the do-it-yourself type of program, the fat loss. Let, let's go ahead and just give it a name. It's called the fat loss Academy. And some people I've actually had someone say, well, what is it? You know, what if I'm trying to build muscle, right? But Still, regardless, if you're eating better, if you're exercising, you're still losing fat, okay? So that's why I classify it as that, whether you want to gain muscle, right, or just lose weight, you're going to lose fat regardless of whatever goal it is that you have. So it's the Fat Loss Academy and our one-on-one. I give them recipes, okay? And it's like a recipe book I produce every single month. It's actually, Liz, that's a great question. I'm actually on the verge of completing it, but it will be uploaded every single month, okay? You'll get a new one, a brand new one every single month month and I'll upload it and I'll add it to the guide section in the Facebook community. Okay. And if you don't know where that is, just message me on the community Facebook community and then I'll do like a video tutorial on how to walk through it. But it should be pretty easy, pretty self-explanatory. So if you're going on your phone, scroll at the top, it should be one of the tabs called guides and it should be under there. I'm actually, let me take a look. I can actually look and tell you what guide section it's on. So let me take a look real quick because it's important that you know so I give you information. All right, guide one is the intense fitness handbook. Guide two is how to set up your macros and then guide three. So check out guide three. So far, there's the December 2021 recipe pack, but I'm like, I'm literally... It'll be dropped either today or tomorrow for the the new recipe pack for January. And then February will come out next month. So great question on that. All right, next question. Client Lisa said, is it necessary to weigh food? Okay. Is portion control just as good? All right. I love this question. This actually, this got me excited. This question did. Great question. And just so you know, there's no dumb question. Okay. So let's be clear about that. I'm going to say yes. Okay. And the reason why I do that, because majority of the people that are in this fitness program, you don't know how to eat correctly, right? You don't know Porsche control. You don't know it because if you did, then you wouldn't be in this program in the first place, right? Does that make sense? Drop some fire. If you're watching this, drop some fire. If that makes sense. Okay. Because the reason is I want you to weigh everything. And another thing, if me as a coach, okay, if I weigh everything, you weigh everything. That's the way that I'm putting it out there. I don't even do Porsche control. So why would I expect you to do it? All right. And this is the way that I, my ways, okay. I weigh everything. Okay. Right now, again, I'm trying to do a show coming up in, I think, believe the end of July doing it's NFF, which is an all natural bodybuilding show. And that's what my expectation. So I got to get ready, got to get prepped for it, but I have to weigh out all my food. And this is typically what I do. I do 150 grams of like maybe chicken, maybe ground beef, maybe ground turkey. And then I'll throw in a carb right now. Literally I have been eating the same foods, chicken, ground beef, ground turkey, jasmine rice, red potatoes for going on a week and a half now. And I weigh all my meal preps, 150 jasmine rice or red potato, a carb, and then 150 grams of chicken, uh, ground beef, or ground turkey, all right? That's what I do. I weigh out everything that I do. Again, you don't know Porsche control because if you did, you wouldn't be in this situation. You wouldn't be X amount of pounds overweight or you wouldn't be trying to lose X amount of pounds, okay? So I hope that makes sense because I know that a lot of people, that's where most people mess up because unless you don't track it, especially, in, and that's a whole nother thing. Like you need to start tracking your foods as well because if you're not, like no one knows Porsche control because you wouldn't believe, like people think, well, I barely ate, I barely had a slice of pie. It was, it wasn't that much, you wouldn't believe how many calories are in a slice of pot, right? Three cookies is about a hundred something calories, right? A tablespoon or well, serving rather a serving of peanut butter is 250 calories, depending on the brand that you get, right? That adds up greatly. So do not, 
by all means, don't just do portion size control. You need to weigh out everything because I guarantee if you start weighing out everything, you start planning, you start tracking on MyFitnessPal, which is a great source to track, then you will start seeing results because then you'll start realizing, oh, well, I've been actually overeating, right? I've been, I've been eating way too damn much for quite some time now. So that's a great question. Other than that, I only had received two questions so far. And that's pretty much what we're going to do. So that's pretty much the end. This wasn't a very long, long live or long podcast. And again, if you're catching this on the live, all right, just got a question come in. Just had a question. Let me go ahead and pull this up. All right. Good daily step is, all right, now this is depending on the individual. Now, but a good rule of thumb, I think you, anyone that is starting out or anyone in general, especially if you had a sedentary job, sitting at a desk, not moving around as much, then I recommend 5,000 to 6,000 steps maybe for the first two months, okay? Then you want to increase it. Then once you get that routine, then once you get that down, increase it. Don't be stuck on five or 6,000 steps for two months. And then, okay, well, you got to improve. You got to get better, all right? See, that's what most people fail at also. They fail at overshooting, right? You may set your, like, I don't want you setting your step count for 10,000 if you can't even get 5,000 on a regular basis, all right? It's called baby steps, all right? This is like, I want you to literally, we're talking about steps, to go figure. But I want you to take small steps and accomplishing these little small tasks, okay? Do 5,000. If you can knock 5,000 out in four weeks, then bump up to 6,000, all right? But if you're at 5,000 steps and you're missing a week or you're missing three or four days because you can't get it or you're not consistent, right? Then guess what? Then you need to stay at 5,000 until you're able to do it for 30 days, okay? So think about that, all right? And here's a good rule of thumb, depending on the individual, because everybody has a different, like their legs are short or long, right? Everybody can step. For me, I can hit about 1,000 steps in, I want to say about 10 to 11 minutes, okay? So if you're thinking about it, you know, if you've got to do the math, for my if I want to hit 5,000 steps, I have to be pretty much walking throughout the day at least a total of an hour, okay? Hopefully that puts in perspective and you can track it. I mean, I tested it, you know, I was like, okay, well, I got 1,000 steps. How long did that take me? You can time it just so that you know how much time that you actually need to be walking. So I highly encourage you to test it and figure it out for yourself on what your, if for you to hit a thousand, how many minutes is that going to take you? So that's a great, great question. So hopefully again, set small stages, 5,000, 6,000, make that be your, your first goal. And then once you're able to accomplish that, bump it up, maybe 500 steps a day or bump it up to a thousand. I wouldn't just jump into a 10,000 mark. All right. You're not ready for that. Okay. So great question. All right. So that's it. No more, no other questions. Again, you know, if I do get questions throughout the week, you know, I'll be sure to try to remember to talk about them on the podcast. But other than that, oh, one more thing. I do want to jump in there and say there is one question that I did get asked about protein powder that I kind of wanted, I did want to hit on. So the question was, somebody wants to know like protein powder. How often should it be used or it should it be used in place of a meal? You know, what, what kind of protein powder tastes good? And so, you know, and what do I recommend, honestly? Now, I recommend it's this protein powder. It's called, I'm really bad, Dynamize. That's what I use. It, I think it tastes really, really good. And you can literally mix it in with almond milk and you'd be, you could actually mix it in with water and it would still taste good. But guys, I mean, don't make it, don't overcomplicate it. Like I was on for the longest time and I still am. We still have some in our fridge. Premier Protein Shakes or Quest Shakes. They're 30 grams of protein, very good source of protein. Drink those. Those are easy pre-made and I love all of them, all the flavors. So those taste good as well. So to answer the question, if you should replace it with a meal. Now, and protein powder, protein shakes is not like necessarily like the shakes in itself. 
Because I can drink protein powder and milk or protein powder water or a Premier shake or Quest shake, but I'm still hungry afterwards. Now, there's a difference. There's that shake, or you can make a more heavier shake, which is putting oats in it, putting a banana in it, putting egg whites, protein powder, PB fit. That's how I make my shakes. Well, my shakes are about six to 700 calories, okay? Now, that's going to fill me up a little bit more rather than just drinking one of those drinks or drinking just a simple shake with protein powder or milk or almond milk or water something like that. So is it a meal replacement? It depends on how you make the shakes to answer that question. Now, if you're struggling to get your protein in through whole foods, which I highly recommend whole foods over protein shakes any day. If you're struggling to get your protein in, okay, then I recommend protein shakes. I wouldn't shoot over two a day. Two is absolutely max on protein shakes a day. I say one a day, if that, to be on the safe side, but because you're going to, I mean, you don't want to rely on protein shakes all the time. They do get costly, but you want to get most of your foods through whole foods. So if you're struggling with getting protein in at least 30 grams, you can take one of those protein shakes and it should boost you up because protein is the most important macro. All right. Out of the carbs and fats and protein, protein is the most important one that you need to be consuming every single day because that's the least one that most people pay attention to. Okay. They try to hit it, but more than people than not, you people lack protein on a day-to-day -day on in their diet. I don't care what it is. That's the one thing that I see that people miss. So, all right, great questions on that. So that's all I got for you. No other questions that popped up. But other than that, guys, if you got some value, please let me know in the comments if you're watching this live in the Fat Loss Academy group. Let me know that you got some value. And also, if you're listening to this on the podcast, if you would, please, a five-star rating on the podcast, the Fit Parent Podcast, if you haven't already tuned into it. And I hope you got some value, all right? That's it for today's episode, guys, and the live. I'll catch you guys later. Peace! Thank you so much for listening. If you're new to the podcast and you've got any value whatsoever and you want to give back, please leave a five-star review and share this podcast to your Instagram story and tag me at TylerPorto underscore IF, which should be in the show notes if you don't know how to spell my last name, all right? Other than that, I'll catch you on the next episode.